I, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to cause drama. I just want to let this person know. I understand this sort of content brings in views, but it's just not worth it. You can do other things. And I want to say it in a way that really makes him understand, like, that just makes him, like, empathize with why it's wrong. Are people running out of content? This is your content now reacting to a tweet for 20 minutes? That's right, content. Because playing video games for five hours while making minimal commentary is now considered content. If you guys want to understand how easy it was to find that literal 35 second clip of Pokimane eating and texting on her phone during the stream, Instead of providing actual content, then go onto any of her streams, click a random part of the video, and a good 25 to 50% of the time, you're going to find dead air. The key aspect to live streaming is that it's live. And just like live radio, as the saying goes, you don't want any dead air. Honestly, you don't even want like 10 seconds to go by without you actively saying or showing something to the people that are watching. Now she justifies this by saying, well, I'm a big streamer, so I can provide no content and still be successful. No, that's not how content creation works. That's not how any business works. Imagine if you went to Amazon.com when they started the business, and they were super careful to ensure the items that you ordered were delivered to you. But now that they are big, they can just say fuck it, and 25% of the time, your item never shows up. Do you think that Amazon would still be in business? No because people aren't getting what they came for. Taking away the product just because you got big is a great way to go broke. But that's not happening to Pokimane. In fact, if you go onto YouTube and look at her videos from when she was a new streamer, like this Overwatch video, then you will find that she was basically doing the exact same thing she is doing now. Let's compare that to other content creators who also play video games, like Game Grumps. Kevin, put this picture up. Holy shit. <laughs> Sharkman Frank. Yeah. Oh, it's a pirate's life for me. Spelled F-E-R. And like, so Brian and I kept playing the song. By the way, uh, all of his songs are up on YouTube. And Brian was like, do you want to know how much, how many views this song has? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, one. <laughs> one view. And I'm not even kidding. That's what actual content sounds like. And if you want to say something like, well, Game Grumps only does 10-minute videos, then keep in mind that they do all these videos back-to-back -back for hours straight and still do not leave long pauses of dead air or boring reactions. So you have to think that if these Twitch streamers can still produce money without providing actual content, then what are they providing? It could be their brains, right? After all, these Twitch girls have such fantastic personalities. <gasps> you want? Oh my god! Treats for the doggo and the cat on me. Oh my god, I'll do it just for you. Just for you. Hey Kitty, you are being rewarded. Get the fuck off the counter! Animal abuse aside, millions of people do not sign up for a service just to get nothing. So if you aren't skilled at a game and you aren't good at actual content production, then the reason people are watching you is because you are attractive. The reason that Pokimane has all those guys watching and donating to her is because they are pretending that she is their kawaii anime girlfriend. 
I think that this comment on the It's a Gundam video that started the Pokemon drama says it best. These girls monetized the friend zone. I mean, hell, if a guy in Japan is willing to marry his anime doll, then of course tons of lonely men will donate fives, tens, or even hundreds of dollars just so that their favorite Twitch waifu Pokemon will read their comment. And Pokemon knows that's the case. Seriously, why do women still do porn when they can just stream on Twitch? You probably make more money on Twitch anyway, with a longer career, and you don't have to get naked. That being said, Pokemon still tries to hide this fact from other people. I know there's going to be so many people in the comments trying to say stuff like how to be successful on Twitch. Step number one, be a girl. Step number two, profit. And although I don't think anyone's success should be minimized to just their gender, I do want to point out a learning lesson in comments like those. So because girls are kind of a minority in gaming, or at least they were a lot more when I first started than they are nowadays, when you would start off streaming as a girl, it was kind of like built-in branding. You were different, you stood out, and that's really, really good in this space. You need to stand out in order for people to want to click on your channel over other channels. Really, Pokey? Look at a list of all the top female Twitch streamers. Do you think it's a coincidence that none of them are ugly? How about this girl? She got $120,000 for dancing to a YouTube video of a game. Did she get that because she was being unique? Or did she get it because she was showing her body? Please. Women on Twitch by large are not becoming successful streamers because they are talented content producers. They are popular because they took a website that was supposed to be about gaming and turned it into a cam girl website. If Pokimane wanted to be valued for her brain, then she would have stayed in engineering school or at least worked on some entertainment skills. As innocent as she portrays herself, she knows what's up. Why do you think you almost never see her without makeup? Why do you think it's impossible to find out who she's dating? Do you guys honestly believe that Pokimane is a 24-year-old femcell virgin who never spends any time with guys? Of course not. She hides it. She knows that if she reveals that she has a boyfriend, then she will lose a ton of her following like the OK Boomer Girl did. However, the real giveaway to the nature of Pokemon's content is the ASMR. If you want, you can have your favorite waifu whisper in your ear while you look at porn. Look, she even has those ear things that they use in ASMR porn. How is this not sexual? How is this not the same thing as this? People will tell you why you're valuable, especially on YouTube. If you have a bunch of guys spamming the word thick every time they see a shot of your ass in yoga pants when you walk out of the room, then you know why they are there. But before I go any further, I must spend some time defending my queen Pokey because there have been some things that she was attacked for that were kind of unfair. And on this channel, everyone has a chance to defend themselves. So last year, there was some Twitter drama over video with Pokimane and Keemstar. Someone took the videos of that drama and uploaded them back to back without any edits onto YouTube. Pokimane issued a takedown notice or a copyright strike for copyright infringement. Personally, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know if putting the clips of the Pokimane and Keemstar drama together counts as transformative or not, but she may have been within her right to take that video down. 
There was also similar drama with Pokimane and a YouTuber known as DavSeb. DavSeb was uploading Pokimane's content to his YouTube channel without any edits or commentary. She was definitely within her right to remove those videos. People said that she bullied DavSeb by showing his Instagram account on stream, but he makes that account publicly available on his YouTube channel and she didn't say anything bad about it. So these things sound like they're not really a big deal. But that doesn't mean that Pokimane is absolved of all of her sins, because she did do something that was really bad in the past month, and it's getting worse. Recently, It's a Gundam made a video on some Twitter memes involving Pokimane and her followers. The big eye-catcher was that one of the posts said that a guy went homeless so that he could donate to Pokimane. Pokimane did a reaction to this video during a stream, and in defense of her again, she debunked the video from It's a Gundam. Pokimane Ben Shapiro style destroyed It's a Gundam by showing with evidence that the tweets were fake and were just a joke. Wait, this is actually really, really, really disingenuous. I think the main reason he's blocking out the person's name is because in the very tweet, he says, I don't, he says it's a joke. He has literally said, it's a joke. May 6th, May 13th. She got him, which surprised me because usually female streamers have no comebacks. But to the credit of It's a Gundam, he immediately admitted that he was wrong. Pokemon got mad at me and decided to cancel me in the absolute worst way. I mean, frankly, okay, fine. So I got some things wrong. Big whoop, it happens, man. I mean, it's Twitter and retarded stuff happens on Twitter all the time. So you would think that this is a done deal. Pokimane debunks it's a Gundam, he admits fault, end of story, everyone's happy. But that's not what happened, because instead, Pokimane summoned up all the Karen she could muster up and said this. And I will say, for this company to sponsor a video that's literally 20 minutes of talking shit about me? You will never see... Dude, your website's so ass it won't even load. But if you ever reach out to me, if I ever see you in my inbox, on site. On fucking site. Like, no company should do that just about ever. Going after someone's source of income is an extreme foul play in the content creation business. That is basically saying... I don't like what you have to say, so I'm going to make sure that you can't pay your bills. She spends this whole video talking about how it's okay to criticize her, but don't criticize her fans. However, she's clearly mad that she was criticized. Oh, uh, is this a video where some random dude behind a VR machine calls a girl a thought for 20 minutes? Really want to put my logo on that one! Ha ha If she wasn't mad about being called a name then she wouldn't have spent more than 30 minutes talking about it, and she wouldn't have gone after her sponsor. Now, Ridge Wallet isn't the sponsor that dropped It's a Gundam, but Pokemon said that she wouldn't promote any product that sponsored him. Right after she said that, It's a Gundam was dropped from a very big ad campaign for a gaming company that supposedly everyone would recognize, presumably because they also sponsored Pokemon and did not want to lose her. Pokimane spent quite a bit of her time talking about the immorality of It's a Gundam making that video, but she fails to take note of all the things that she did that were immoral. Tell me how her response to It's a Gundam is not the exact same response that Alinity gave to PewDiePie. Stupid Twitch thoughts? No. 
Seriously? He just said that? I'm gonna copy strike this guy. Just for that word. Gonna copy strike him. Yo! Can we copy strike PewDiePie's latest video? Like, right now? Not only that, but also like Alinity, Pokemon is perfectly fine with Twitch double standards. Both of them have shown nudity while streaming, which is against the rules, and neither of them were punished for it. Something that would have gotten anyone else a suspension. They won't punish Pokimane because she is a top streamer and they'll lose money if they do. So it's rules for thee and not for me. There is even a witness testimony of that. Here is Ethan Klein talking about an event where Joey Salads got banned on Twitch for streaming the exact same thing that Ethan streamed. And I later spoke on the phone to my contact there and he said, and I quote, that we give special treatment to our to our partners, to our big partners. Well, we take care of you. Not that this wasn't completely obvious. Twitch is so bad with favoritism that Alinity had to beg to be banned after showing her boob just so that she wouldn't look bad. Now, if you want to talk about morality, then morality is what you do during your worst times or when you are under stress. Morality is what you do when you have power or even when you are in a place where no one can see that you have done something wrong. So what have we learned about Pokimane when she is under stress because she got criticized? She will go full Karen and attack your source of income. What have we learned about Pokimane when she is in a position of power? Well, she is perfectly fine with getting special exceptions to the rules. Not only that, but she will use that power and special protection to destroy anyone who tries to criticize her by doing things like rallying her fans to mass attack content creators that she doesn't like. It's been a month, but the It's a Gundam scandal is not over. Not only has she not apologized for her actions despite tons of backlash, but she has continued the attack. So, I was told my Twitch page was down. Went and checked it was. Checked my emails and this is what I got. Based on a review of your activity and content, we issued a community guideline strike on your account. Most likely it was Pokimane Simps uh, reporting me again like they did the first day that she told everyone to mass flag me. You know, that's targeted harassment, I'm pretty sure. But it seems like Pokimane didn't get a ban or even a warning. I wonder why. Hmm. Weird, am I right? You know what else happened? People tried to figure out where I lived and where my family members lived. Hmm. That seems like targeted harassment to me, Twitch. But you know what? I'm the bad guy here. This is all my fault. Pokimane has Twitch clips of her rallying her fans to come after me. And she didn't get suspended. Just in the last week... It's a Gundam got a seven-day ban on Twitch for something that he didn't do while Pokimane spends 30 minutes on her stream basically telling her followers to harass him and then asking them to give her tips on how to harass him. But that's not all. As of June 17th, apparently all of the content on It's a Gundam's Twitch channel has been removed and from the looks of it, the content still has not been restored. Pokemon is all about giving positive platitudes on how we should all be kind. Well, how about this? She has 5 million Twitch followers and 5 million YouTube followers. She knows that any sort of disgruntled behavior towards her will cause people to white knight and mass attack whoever she doesn't like. And she shows those people that it's a good idea to attack other people that she doesn't like by modeling that behavior on her stream. Think of it this way. If it were the case that things just kind of got out of hand and she didn't expect people to respond that way, 
then she could have made a video telling her fans to stop, and she could have contacted Twitch to tell them to remove the ban and restore his content. You don't think she can do that? She is one of Twitch's top 10 streamers. Of course she can talk to the staff. Instead, on June 18th, and I did make sure that this was a real tweet, she writes this horrendous message where she states that she doesn't condone going after someone or their sponsors simply because you disagree or dislike them. However, if I dislike you and disagree with the information you have spread, then you shouldn't have sponsors. Did she read this before she posted it? With that said, though, I feel like to the viewer that this picture seems a, a little unclear. Like, why would Pokimane act in this way? You have to understand that behaviors have origins, and if we can understand those origins, then we can stop people from acting that way, or, at the very least, we can stop the evil in ourselves. So here is an interview that Pokimane did with Dr. K. I'm not going to go over everything because this interview is three hours long, and that's quite a bit to unpack. So if you want to know more, you can just watch the interview. Pokimane starts talking about her childhood at about the one hour point. However, there are two clips that I did find that were very interesting. Um, my mom is a teacher and my dad is like an engineer, but also taught at a university at some point. So they were always like very supportive when it came to school. And that was like, you know, like I would do well in school. I would get validation from them. And that was like my cycle of happiness, I guess. And, <clears throat> oh, uh, they were also like pretty strict. It's like, oh, you don't go out late, like no boys in the house. Like you don't hang out with too many boys. Do this, you do that. A lot of the stuff that, uh, especially in like high school, my friends would do or could do, I wouldn't. So there are a couple things to unpack here. First, we have a heavy need for validation from her parents, and that ends up being a pretty big theme throughout the talk. Second, we have really, really restrictive authoritarian parents who basically forced her to stay inside the house, isolated from all her friends. She mentions later that she had to sneak out in high school just to go eat with her friends. That is very abusive. Sheltering your child by not allowing her to interact with friends or build an individual identity is child abuse. Also, if she ever had a boyfriend, then she would have to hide him from her parents, much like she does with her fans. Her dad was an engineer, and she studied to be an engineer before Twitch took off, so basically what you have here is her parents controlling her entire life and deciding who she's going to be. That's not parenting. Good parents facilitate growth, instead of controlling their child's every move. So when she doesn't live up to her parents' expectations, she feels bad and has to hide her failure. This is why I believe she reacted so violently to It's a Gundam's criticism. Pokemon has said in multiple videos that her mom looks her up online and checks what people say about her. So if she gets exposed as someone who basically is using her looks to make money and not her brain, and her mom sees that, then it would look really bad. Her parents might remove that validation that she so desperately craves, so anyone who points out the nature of what she does must be destroyed. It's a Gundam is trying to take away the validation that Pokimane gets from her mom, so Pokimane cannot allow that criticism. But it's not just that. This type of parenting style has side effects that are even worse. I've literally had very popular people say very rude things about me, have their viewers harass me, and then that very same evening or next day, they DM me being 
all nice or asking for help or whatever it is. And that is such a freaking brain boom for me because like my reflex is like, if someone asks me something, I, I want to respond. I want to be nice. I want to like do the right thing. That's what like I should do. And that's like what I enjoy doing. But then also having to like calculate, wait, but this, this person like has no genuine care for me. Like they just want to say stuff that's going to get like clipped and shipped or have people laugh at or ridicule me or whatever it is. Like they want their cake and they want to eat it too. But actually that brings me to the other point of like kind of being jaded or feeling bad because even though I have a lot of like good friends on Twitch, I never ever feel like anyone would risk standing up for me because it could be bad for business. And there we see how immoral behavior leads to misery. You don't get away with anything. You're going to lie to everyone and attack people who criticize you? Okay, well now you don't have any real friends. She learned so well how to hide her feelings from her parents that now she does it with everyone. When you fake your feelings or your personality and lie about who you are, you don't make strong connections with other people. You don't project a personality that other people would be willing to stand up for or help. If you are trying to make close connections with other people, then it's very important that you reveal who you are, and Pokemon can't do that because she is too busy trying to cover it all up so that her parents aren't offended. There are consequences to that. Plus, she is pretending to like people who she hates, which invites those people in. If you want good friends, you can't do that. You need to vet out the people who suck and pick people who are desirable enough to make you want to help them when they are in trouble. And on your side, you need to actually be the kind of person who is worth helping. But she isn't doing that, therefore she gets shitty friends, and this is the reason why you have to explore these ideas in your own psyche. If you don't, then you'll feel completely empty, no matter how well off you are. And, with that said, I think that will be enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. You can find all of those links in the description or on my channel page. Last, if you haven't checked me out on Facebook or BitChute yet, you can also find those in the description or on my channel page. Otherwise, see you in the next video. Thanks for watching.